This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. I've already told my at least a couple of my fights. We had uh, Fighting Steve, where I had to um, double back <laughs> blast him in the head with my, uh, what was it, social studies buck, and then ran. I had uh, <laughs> a fight against a dude in a uh, science class, and we just stood behind our desk and threw punches, and he had a big fucking <laughs> Mr. Buckethead, and then Stacy, fucking Stacy, told on us I couldn't go to the to the to the canned goods dance. Fucking hate Stacy. Uh, <laughs> the bugged out thing though, when you're little, is how fights start. Like it was it was specific ways that fights start if you had no beef. Like you didn't. <laughs> Well, this is what literally what happened. Some you would be playing a game, and someone would say something, or you'd be playing kickball, and someone would say, "Someone to kick the ball far," and you'd be like, "Yo, uh, go get the ball," and just for whatever reason, you didn't feel like getting the ball. You thought they kicked it too hard, or it was too far. You didn't want to go in the grass because you had your brand new Nike Cortez on. Just the dope things. And you know, he's like, nah, I'm not gonna get it, you get it. That's all that needed to happen. Because here comes, in most cases, me. <laughs> I mean, they get in front of each other, and then all, that you, all you gotta do is go find a stick. That's all you need is a stick. And for some reason, sticks were in surplus when you're young, or at least back when I was young. It was just sticks laying around. But you go get a stick, and you put you put it on you put it on their shoulder and say, I bet you won't knock that stick off his shoulder. That's all you needed. And if, if unless the dude was just extra pussified, he knocked the stick off his shoulder. And to the person that had the stick on his shoulder, they took it as a, a huge offense, as if to say. Yo, you think I'm that weak that you just can knock a stick off my shoulder, a stick that I didn't even put on my shoulder? <laughs> and then they would have to fight. <laughs> Never mind the fact that I had nothing to do with it and I put the stick on the shoulder. Or uh, the the Yosemite Sam Bugs Bunny. Uh, <laughs> so again, something to happen. We're playing a, a tag and the guy said he hit home base, the big tree, before the guy tagged him, and he was supposed to be it, but he didn't want to be it. That's all you needed to hear. Like, well, <laughs> I bet you won't cross that line, though, right <laughs> And if they crossed the line, it was a wrap. They had to fight. But the best part about it was how every fight started in, in the 80s. <laughs> you would, they would get close to each other, and they would be shoulder to shoulder, and walk in a circle. <laughs> it was ballroom dancing. It was hood ballroom dancing. It was shoulder to shoulder, walking in a circle, and asking each one of asking each other to make a move, or saying what they bet they bet they won't do, or saying what they better not do. <laughs> then it would be three pushes, um, and whoever got the hardest push might get taken down because it was very seldom you would get some punches thrown but somebody get pushed down and then they'd be on top of them and then maybe then you know maybe some punches but by the end people were pulling each other off and the best thing about it the number one best thing about it okay two things one i never got in trouble for instigating all of it because i'm a great guy but two about mm, 10 minutes later maybe a glass of kool-aid Everybody's friends again, and we're back to playing. Or the next day, you come back outside, and it's like, the shit never happened. It's never, it's not like TV shows where they bring up old episodes or anything. Like, the fights were never brought up again. It was just, yeah, that didn't happen. And then the next fight I happened, because you gotta find the stick. I should've just, I should've just carried sticks in my pocket to put them on people's shoulders. Yeah. Uh, the show's not about instigating fights. It's, uh, <laughs> it should be. That would be dope. 
Anyway, look, we're going to get it popping off with the pop off. It's the EDP Collective Discussion Podcast. Hashtag in front. Um, oh, do me a favor. Don't cross this line and hear my theme music. Guess who's Bazak? And if you don't know, let me break it down for you again. Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. It is my pleasure, it is my treat, it is my honor to introduce to you the man that needs no introduction. Of course he don't need an introduction or else you wouldn't have bought the goddamn podcast. Ladies and germs, get ready for the E-double-E, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite. A.K.A. The Magnificent with the Sensational Style. A.K.A. The nigga from last year. A.K.A. Stop. Hold up. Pause. Quit. Change the groove and fuck it up a little bit. Who the fuck is this E? Temperamental, I snap quick, very touchy. The E double E double over and over. You ain't caught me though, you're taking it easy. Who the fuck is this E? Cocky, crazy ill man, rowdy. Stay awake and watch the show I take, cause right now. Who the fuck is this? Oh, you didn't know? Let me break it down for you again. I'm like Zorro, I'm all in your back. Your ass better call somebody. Rub your dick if you love E. Rub your titties if you love the E double E. Put out the word. Incredible, I mix up shit like cake mix. And if you don't know, now you know. Welcome back to the EDP. Uh, Click versus Stack. The mini series. <laughs> the 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 iCast mini. <laughs> uh, the Netflix original. Exactly. Uh, you already know who I am. Um, this is the EDP with the hashtag in front. Uh, look like crisscross applesauce. Uh, and, and if you know who I am, you know you know who this is. You know who my guest is. The unofficial D in EDP. Uh, we're talking wrestling today, so uh, the fart yard dog. <laughs> Howard Decker, ladies and gentlemen. Fart yard dog. Can I be your uh, your your uh, Tom Hanks to your Conan O'Brien? Wasn't it Hanks that he when Conan came back? It was his first guest. He's like the big. That's like his deal. Or no, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Never mind. I got nothing. <laughs> well, uh, the response from Clack uh, VD, uh, CVD, has uh, been huge, and we had fun doing uh, the shootout. So we decided to create a whole bunch more. <laughs> Many souls. Come on. I'm honored to be the D in the EDP. That's it. Who's the P? Um, Percy Pringle, but he's no longer with us. Oh, too soon. Oh, yeah. But it, it works with the theme. It does. Good segue. Thank you. Uh, so in this iCast mini, uh, instead of all of pop culture, we're uh, going to focus. We're going with focus topics with these. And uh, this time we're going to go wrestling. So same rules apply. We go back and forth with random questions, and uh, we're going to just make each other think and ultimately make each other laugh in the process. <laughs> so, yeah, we're on the doorstep of WrestleMania. This is like, this is like December, if WrestleMania was Christmas, this is like December 15th. You start to, you start to get pumped. Yeah. But uh, wrestling, WrestleMania is nowhere near as great as Christmas was as a kid, but still something worth looking forward to. Yeah, Christmas is almost as good as Clegg versus Deck. Exactly. There's a there's a clear hierarchy of awesome here. Yes. So, um, uh, again, uh, you go first, sir. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ask, ask me anything. I'm going to knock your socks off. <laughs> Not really. All right. You're a writer with WWE currently. Um, and... Vince tells you he wants a character to capitalize on the whole vam- vampire zombie werewolf genre that's so huge right now. Uh, he really thinks it'll pull in the female fans. Uh, who are you? Who do you create, or 
what current star would you repackage as one of those type things? Keep in mind, uh, the least sexy vampire of all time being Gangrel. And uh, Vince wants to sort of do something like that, but uh, something more geared toward the women. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So maybe maybe there's a stale superstar out there who could do a repackage as a, a sexy mummy or something. Well, I remember the Yeti. Um, let's see. Uh, let's repackage Heath Slater. Okay. And uh, we'll 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 call him uh, Haven. Haven the Hunter. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, so any um, wrestling trunks that he currently has with the H on them, they still apply. Um, I like it. Yeah. So we budget uh, conscious. Exactly. You know. Um, and we we uh, we give him the uh, the extra powdered makeup, make him uh, extra white there, and um, we have we have him being managed by a repackaged Hornswoggle, <laughs> and uh, he'd be a uh, Wolf Swoggle, and <laughs> he'll 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 come out with little tiny ears and a cigar. Uh, wolf ears, a cigar, and a snout. Wow, that's right. Uh, but did you ha- did you hack my email and get access to these questions ahead of time? There's no way you just thought of all that. <laughs> I so uh, just thought about this. But besides the hack, so uh, Haven the Hunter uh, is what what we'll go with. Um, um, no goblet of blood um, this time, but he will have a, a furry shawl and a cape. Excellent. I like it. Maybe bring in some Spidey fans, too. Exactly. Yeah. Well done. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, let's see. My turn, of course. Um, hmm. <laughs> Name three wrestlers, not divas, three wrestlers that you have to spend four hours in a bouncy house with. <laughs> Uh, past or present? <laughs> hey, if they if if they've already passed away, that could be a very uncomfortable bouncy house. But no, no, no I mean uh, currently rostered wrestlers oh, or because uh, sure. Shelton Shelton Benjamin comes to mind. Any wrestler, past or present, if they've passed away, we'll pretend that they didn't. All right. So, like, I could say uh, Rick Rude in his prime. Right. Hmm. In the bouncy w- house. Well, I mean, I've always marveled at the uh, pure athletic ability of both Shelton Benjamin and Kofi Kingston and John Morrison, just as far as the like running up the ladder and sick stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. So part of me says I want to see that because I would just try to stay out of the way and watch them just perform feats of human agility that I could only dream of. Another part of me would love to see... Because I, I see these bounce houses almost every weekend now. My son is at the age where uh, all the kids from school have their birthday parties there. And we live in a cold weather climate, so it's always indoor birthday parties. Mm-hmm. And I've always looked at these. I look at these things and I, I wonder what it would take to like to just explode, to just, you know, deflate wow. one or, oh, or, or okay. burst it. And I'm wondering if it wouldn't be worthwhile to get like earthquake King Kong Bundy and like Yokozuna in there and just you know make make self-preservation my number one goal but see if they can't break that motherfucker I like it I thought you were gonna go with um, uh, Legion of Doom with the spikes on oh damn that would probably be an easier way to pop it it's more fun to watch those those massive bastards try to do stuff exactly alright you ready I'm ready for one week would you rather go around with a shrunken down Coco Beware on your shoulder <laughs> or wear Hillbilly Jim overall with no shirt underneath everywhere you go? Okay. Now, you got like an eight inch Coco Beware and, he's, and he sits on your shoulder. Fully articulated. 
Fully, no, the real guy. I know. He's human. I'm, I'm being oh, serious. fully, yeah. Or Hillbilly Jim overalls with no shirt. Much the way Hillbilly Jim himself sported said overalls. Okay, well he is a country boy. Um, my, my question is, is the Coco Beware attached to me or is he perched? He's perched, so you have to be mindful. You know, like if, you, if you're a runner, you're not, you probably don't run for a week or else you just <laughs> hour walk. Uh, you gotta... You gotta uh, switch shoulders when you get in the car in front of the seatbelt. You might have to switch shoulders. Hmm. He just does not leave your shoulder for a week. At bedtime, he you can make a little bed for him, like in a tissue box. Oh. He, you can sleep. He doesn't need to be there. But I mean, every time you're you're upright, he's on your shoulder. I I, I have to go with Mr. James Ware. I'll go with the Coco Beware because this is what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning an uh, eight-inch Coco Beware atop my shoulder, right? Mm -hmm. Which means there would be about a centimeter, centimeter tall Frankie on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, at the bar, I am the number one hit at the bar. We're matching outfits, so, you know, I'll have on a green Fubu shirt. And of course, and um, and um, and, and Coco will be where I have on a green Fubu shirt, and Frankie will have uh, green wings. Uh, uh, you know, for us, be us. That's what the <laughs> Fubu stands for. And uh, yeah, me and uh, Stagger Lee, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 do it like that for a week. I I'll, I'll probably want to go an extra week, you know, just so we can uh, uh, hit every bar in the uh, DC metro area. Wow, look at you go taking an extra week off his hands. Yeah. It's amazing because he has to figure out where to go week to week. He usually can only get people to agree to a week and he's got to find some new shoulder real estate somewhere. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, because maybe one week will be uh, faces and the next week will be heels. And, mm -hmm. and, and uh, at the bar, we can, we can send uh, Centimeter Frankie to get beer nuts and bring them back to us. <laughs> Now, if he sings Pile Driver, would it sound like the Chipmunks? I think it would. It would either sound like uh, uh, the Chipmunks or Starscream getting kicked in the carburetor. <laughs> That's amazing. You could put that little tiny uh, Frankie with, like, uh, Shipwreck's Polly. Yeah. You have, like, a mini aviary inside, like, a, a piece of Tupperware. So you got to drill holes in it, of course. Yeah. Now the only drawback to this is every day um, cleaning up many beware and many many Frankie poop. <laughs> mini beware. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a fully functioning eight-inch human. I mean, he would he'd let you know when he's got to go potty. He would probably do like a little kid. He would like just start like pin he'd pinch his crotch and kind of like put his knees together and do a little dance on your shoulder and you'd be like. Ah, I gotcha. You might actually have to hold him, like, or he could just stand right on the little front ledge of the urinal, but then he's got to wash the bottoms of his shoes before he gets back on your shoulder. Well, I'm thinking I would just use the uh, hat from my Monopoly game. <laughs> as a, as a, uh, a poo pot? Yeah, a poo pot. <laughs> yeah, because if he stands on the, uh, on the edge of the urinal, he'll pube, pube shoes. Yeah. And we don't want right. that. A monopoly as a piss pot. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Name a former or current child actor who you'd love to put in the sharpshooter. <laughs> what well, that I, is not. Danny Cooksey. That is not Danny Cooksey. I, I knew, I was going to say, this is too easy unless it's, it's called like the Danny Cooksey Memorial Sharpshooter. Because, yeah. I mean, he's, the thing should be named for him. Uh, I, I also, and I think uh, Tank is probably the only person who really knows about this uh, fueled, passionate rage I have, but for some reason I hated Miko Hughes as a kid. He was, uh, 
the kid that was in um, one of the Schwarzenegger movies. I think it, I think Kindergarten Cop. I think he's the kid who goes, uh, and I and I block it all out because of how much I hated him. I, just a blind red rage every time I saw him. But I think he's the kid that said, "Boys have a penis and girls have a vagina." Penis, girls have a vagina. <laughs> oh no! Wasn't that kindergarten? Was that kindergarten cop? I believe that was Ken. Uh, wasn't that uh, uh, Joe Joseph? The little, just like dark-haired kid. Yeah. I I don't know. He he because it was like he parlayed that into like a few other appearances. He was I think on he Full House. Was, yeah. He was on Full House, and he was on a couple other things, and then. Uh, when, when uh, I don't know, the first season or two of Glee, Tank was like, you know, that was one of his guilty pleasures. And he's like, uh, Mika, he's like, you should watch it. And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, you would like it. And then like a few weeks later, he's like, oh, Miko Hughes is in it. And I was like, I will never watch that fucking shit now. But uh, Miko Hughes showed up on Twitter like a year ago and Tank tweeted something to him like, about like uh hey you know how you should follow him even though you know uh, bury the hatchet uh and and miko hughes actually answered and was like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was like oh i used to hate you when you were a kid <laughs> wow <laughs> and he's like oh no i get that but like what do you mean bury the hatchet like he didn't even know what the saying meant oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, that like, doesn't make this... you like him anymore <laughs> right yeah i was like you're not winning any points miko hughes so yeah, Miko Hughes is gonna. I'm gonna slap him in a sharpshooter right in the front of, like, in a crowded mall parking lot, just so everybody can see. <laughs> wow, perfect, love it. All right, you have the choice. Mm -hmm. We're gonna call this the travel question. Okay. You have a choice between a 10-hour car trip, where you're driving. And Dusty Rhodes and Sapphire are doing it in the back seat the entire trip. And you're in like a at, at best you're in like a Nissan Sentra. Yes. Size size-wise. So what I drive or, now, okay. There you go. Or a four-hour rowboat ride with Nikolai Volkov singing the Russian national anthem nude. Now, if I'm in the rowboat, am I at least facing away? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can face it because because you're facing away from Dusty and Sapphire too. I mean, there is the mirror factor, but you can face away from either one. But either way, the noise that you're hearing from behind you is gonna keep your attention and and current and be a constant reminder of the amount of nudity behind you. Yeah, I, I don't know how many times I want to hear Dusty say he's almost getting to the pay window. <laughs> well, okay, I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with the the American Dream and Sapphire only because, only because if I'm on a rowboat, that means I'm in water, and. I can't sing, and I, I mean, I can't swim, and hearing the singing might make me want to jump ship and die. Mm, good and point. I am going to make a request, since I'm driving, that uh, Dusty sits sits down, and Sapphire uh, is a reverse cowgirl, so at least if I look up in the mirror, all I see is Sapphire's uh, rubies. Okay. <laughs> and you can put the windows down so you know to account yeah. for the. Because I'm sure. Sweat. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna smell like uh, mustard and and old sour denim that you didn't put in the dryer. When <laughs> <laughs> you wash your clothes and you forgot to put them in the dryer. Mildew jeans. Yeah, mildew jeans and mustard. Uh, <laughs> screaming out loud that he's almost at the pay window. It's gonna, it's gonna be steamy in there. I'm not. I, there's gonna be lots of marks on the windows, and just you're gonna be finding like toys underneath, buried in the seat crevices for months. Yeah, uh, they'll have to remix the song. He's just a coming man, <laughs> working hard for ten straight hours. Working you. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Without explanation, which would you rather be known as? You, no explanation. You cannot give any explanation at all. <laughs> who are the people that do, who are the people that do this to us? By the way, <laughs> this 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 nameless, faceless, powerful group of of humans who who make people go through these uh, horrible, horrible machinations and never allow explanations. Who are they? Damn it! I mean, we could preempt all these shows and questions we've ever done if we could just locate those evil evil people sorry go ahead it's probably scott hudson you ain't lying. <laughs> okay <laughs> but um uh yeah what what would you rather be known as with no explanation world champion of anal you gotta get your groove on or intercontinental blowjob champion <laughs> intercontinental blowjob champion huh i uh <laughs> My initial first instinct, and I'll try to talk it out and make sure that this is the way I want to go, okay. is that I would choose world champion of anal because at least that, you know, has a an out clause for possibly uh, being uh, uh, having heterosexual connotations. I mean, they that, both do. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like you could be the king of giving anal or receiving blowjobs inter- intercontinentally yeah but the, the but caveat the, is no explanation yeah you can't explain it and i think the one and i think while 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 they're both uh, horrifying tags to be saddled with i think the intercontinental blowjob chain my first thought was that you're a champ at i mean at uh administering blowjobs so yeah um and your initials would be ibjc <laughs> <laughs> well crafted uh, yeah I, I reluctantly and uh, begrudgingly again those damn uh, that damn secret cabal of people who make us do these things with no explanation I will reluctantly choose uh, world champion of anal I mean you gotta imagine the uh, belt designs would be incredible it would be amazing. And these people that make us do this, they must just get off on like watching us try to like watching like our parents ask us like, what, why, are you, what are you called again, honey? Come on. Why? <laughs> I can't tell you, mom. I fucking can't just stop asking. And I'm did a you goddamn, you know, champion, just stop talking to me about it. And did you have to have personalized license plates? <laughs> I thought you weren't proud of it. Yeah. What the thing? Yeah, why does your your vanity plate say anal champ? <laughs> Is part of the deal you have to wear the belt everywhere you go? First it was Coco Beware, now the belt. And what's with the entrance music? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, okay. Alright, for the rest of your life, do you want to have Bam Bam Bigelow's head tattoo? Or the bushwhacker's teeth. <laughs> Wait a minute, Luke or Butch? Uh, who, whoever's were worse. <laughs> but just, I mean, luckily you don't have to do the walk too. It's just oh, just sport the chops. I kind of wanted to do the walk. I mean, I actually do the walk as it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you had a really good day at work. Yeah, and I do that. And every time I get into my uh, my my vehicle. When I grab the handle with one hand, I do the bushwhacker arm shake with the other. <laughs> when they grab the rope. Um, I like it. I'm going to go with the head tattoo because I can grow hair. I knew you were going to do that. I got to take the I, cheap way out. Yeah, I know. The teeth are... I mean, you can close your mouth, but only for so long. Yeah, I don't... I don't... However, if you start to get a receding hairline and all you see coming out of the front of your hair is like the... the little flames peeking out that would be pretty funny yeah look like uh the mixture of a 70s bush and a hot wheels car <laughs> the baja bush cruiser that's it oh yeah that's how i walk into the bar with many cocoa beware on my shoulder <laughs> this guy is happening this guy is happening quattro equis <laughs> 
Uh, okay. Um, hmm. Would you rather get the stink face from a naked Rikishi or a Bronco Buster <laughs> from a naked tugboat? So it was it was it was a stink face from a nude Rikishi? Yeah. Or a uh, Bronco Buster from a naked tugboat? Yeah. <sighs> face full of stuff. I know. I'm trying to actually picture when they what one thing I was always I, I hate to use the word impressed with here, but amazed by is that is how the wrestlers' faces really were buried in Rikishi's ass. Yeah. Like, you know, the thing with the Bronco Buster is like, you know, he, he was doing it, but like there was room for, for space. Mm-hmm. There, you know, it, it was a created illusion a little bit. Like it wasn't like being mashed into their face. Uh, whereas, I mean, Rikishi was essentially wearing a thong. And I mean, you know, some of them would turn their face, but for the most part, they would, <laughs> guys would really sell it. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, their their nose was like, fully engulfed in the crack. Oh yeah, it was Dingleberry Crunch. <laughs> so so based on that I would choose the Buster. Now I do realize that it's not a perfect world and Tugboat is much bigger than X Pac who popularized the Buster. So, you know, he's probably you know, just size wise and weight wise, he's gonna get closer to me. Oh, However, I'm much some. I'm much smaller than the wrestlers, so I would I could slink back into that corner, but yeah, he's probably gonna be slapping me in the temple with his with his wang at least a couple times. Um, <laughs> uh, stay tuned for this summer's blockbuster, Indiana Jones and Temple of Wang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll, t- I'll I'll go with the tugboat naked Bronco Buster. Uh, if you could meet any superstar, dead or alive, past or present. But when you do, before you even shake hands or exchange names, you have to slap him in the neck as hard as you can and call him a dick whistle. <laughs> Who would it be? <laughs> and, and, and after you do that, you can do whatever you want. You can run away. You can try to stay and see how he takes it. You can let him beat you down and maybe make the news or, or uh, file a lawsuit, whatever you want to make of that. But you got it. As soon as you walk up and engage eye contact, yeah, slap him in the neck and call him a dick whistle. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna go with hmm, Prince Iakea. Is <laughs> <laughs> it just because he's the least threatening? Well, and he's the most uh, dick whistle <laughs> I can think of. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, the artist formerly known as Prince Egg. Yeah. That's awesome. I had a, when I was in college, uh, the my girlfriend, who is now my wife, had two other roommates. And uh, they took in a stray cat. And I was always over at their place. And uh, they were trying to think of a name for it. And I said Prince Ayukea jokingly, because... You know, he was on Nitro at the time. And none of them got the reference, obviously. And they just thought it was a cute name. So they had a cat for 10 years named Prince Ikea, <laughs> which was exactly 10 years after his wrestling relevance. So it was just funny, like, you know, 10, 10 years after the fact, they're still talking about Ikea. It was funny to me. That is perfect. Uh, now, was there any chance that one of the roommates' name was Paisley? <laughs> No, why did you know a, a Prince Ike? Oh, Paisley, I gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, I try. <laughs> the artist. The cat, formerly known as Prince Ikea. Yes. Stuffed in a cigar box. Nice. And someone just died. Yep, that was that was the prince rolling over in a cigar box. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Decker, this is going to be a tough one for you. Okay. Because the naked stink face or Bronco Buster, those are just easy knockdowns, right? Oh, there was a piece of cake, a.k.a. your typical weekend. (laughs) That's just true. Uh, Now, 
who is the best wrestler never to win the WWF title? Now, can you believe it? These people never won it. Bam, bam. Uh, before you before you even list, yeah. I'm gonna say Steve, Ricky Steamboat. Let's pretend. Well, let's pretend that he did. All right. Because he had. To, let's go for the list. I know he was a TV champion in WCW. He was a tag team champion. He was United States champion. Then he went to WWF. He was an Intercontinental champion. Now I don't remember him with the championship of the title. But anyway, we'll pretend. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow. Snooker, Jake the Snake, Mr. Wonderful, JYD. All right, so it was Snooker, Snake, Wonderful, JYD. And Bam Bam. Oh, and Bam Bam. All right. Bam Bam might have, you know, had a, had as big an impact as those other guys, but I, if he did, I didn't notice it. Well, it was I did in... Have a, yeah, it was in WCW and ECW. Yeah, I had kind of a brief, very brief moment of in the '90s where I kind of got out of wrestling. So Bam Bam's kind of in my in that little blind spot for me. But uh, Jake the Snake is definitely, I mean, a legendary feud with Andre the Giant, who was as big as they come. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, I see what uh, you're saying. Uh, Mr. Wonderful was one of the few of Hogan's feuds that was actually like believable like you thought like this guy could actually and should actually win he wasn't just a gimmick monster mm-hmm. uh, JYD and Snook are both excellent choices too both both of them would win nowadays especially Snooker with with how it's like you don't have to be the you know 280 to 300 pound muscle man to, mm-hmm. to be successful but I think I'm gonna go with man, it's tough. Instinct says Jake the Snake, but I'm gonna go with uh, Paul Orndorff because he fits that mold. He, I mean, for Iron Sheik to have been champ, Orndorff should have been champ too at some point. I agree. Uh, Orndorff is a part of my favorite, uh, most favorite heel turn in, in wrestling history. Yeah, what did he do? I forget. Um, it was at the end of a match with Hulk Hogan. Right. Um, versus, I want to say King Kong, Bundy, and Big John Studd, and uh, they they won. And in the middle of the ring, uh, they were you know holding each other's hands high because they were happy and elated that they they won a tag yeah. team match. And Paul Orndorff then just turned and clotheslined uh, <laughs> uh, Hulk Hogan. And then after you know everybody's like, why you know. He, uh, he picks him up and he power drives him and he walks out with King Kong Bundy. Well, actually, and this is when they sold heel turns. Like, King Kong Bundy was looking like, I don't understand what's going on, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and then there was a promo later about how, you know, Orndorff was tired of carrying Hogan and, and all this. And and, he, and that was all. Were they, uh, were Stud and Bundy uh, he, in the Heenan stable at the time? Um, Orndorff joined them? I believe so. I think so, unless that came later. Yeah, this was a this was one of the uh, Saturday morning specials, and I, I remember this vividly because uh, my best friend was a big Hogan fan, and we were watching it. And as soon as it happened, I literally, like, I hit the floor and I was laughing, and I like rolled from his front door all the way past his couch, just laughing, and and cheering for Orntorf. It was it was it was a great time. For <laughs> nice. So, yeah, what what you got over there? You want to do a little li- little quick hit lightning round? Yeah, let's let's uh let's lighten it lightning round it. All right, ready? All right. All right. You start dating a girl. She turns out to be the biggest wrestling fan you've ever met. Way more into it than you'll ever be. You staying with her? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, stand with. Um, cast a new odd couple with one Attitude Era wrestler and one Nitro wrestler. <laughs> um, let's go with 
Disco Inferno. And the Blue Meanie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, $100,000 to wear a Chris Benoit t-shirt to the next three weddings you go to. You win? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a uh, sleeveless. The best is, you know, even just asking... Hundred grand for to wear a wrestling T-shirt to a wedding, but it's got to be a Ben White. It's got to be a Crippler yeah. T-shirt. All right. And uh, and uh, right when the uh, groom says I do, I'm gonna take my thumb, <laughs> <laughs> go across my neck. All right. You gonna uh, have a tooth pulled too, right up front, so you can. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna do the black sharpie or some right. uh, electrical tape. That's probably a better idea. Not not as permanent. Um. It's only three weddings. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's nothing. Whose entrance theme should be remixed and sang by Michael McDonald? <laughs> it's got to be The Rock because it's it's vocals right from the beginning. Oh, but then there's no. Vo- well, they're still during it. You've got the. I would say the 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 old rock, not the one now where it's. Uh, if you smell, and then it's just instrumental. You want the, the one with one the uh, know your damn role at the end. Yeah, it, it's his line throughout. So it's basically you'd get an instrumental bed with Michael McDonald doing the rocks, all his catchphrases for three minutes. Perfect. <laughs> um, Pro, Pro Wrestling Illustrated or WWF Magazine? Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Because, I agree. The yeah. power rankings. Exactly. We should do those. We should. And the and the ads on the in the back for like uh, you know twenty five send in two fifty and you get some like magic muscle growth thing and you can save chicks on the beach from bullies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. What what wrestler? Just looking at them, looks like they can make really good barbecue. Uh, uh, Zeb Coulter. He does. It looks like he can make incredible ribs. He looks like he can make amazing uh, boxer pudding, too. Trouser brownies. Mmm. Like Mama mm-hmm. used to make. <laughs> Just like delicious. Uh, better sunglasses. Randy Savage or Bret Hart? Oh, you gotta go Randy Savage. They had a, a Michael Jackson appeal to him. Um, uh, Bret Hart had uh, glasses like Jubilee from the X-Men cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, those wrap around things. It's like... They're awful. They look like something the optometrist would give you to drive home after they dilate your pupils for an eye exam. Exactly. Uh, F. Mary Kill. Trish. Lita. AJ. Oh. This is easy. As much as... as This is what it should be. Um... You should, people should marry Trish because she seems like the most down to earth and, and uh, wholesome of them all. Mm-hmm. However, she's my least favorite of them all. Uh, so, not that I have anything against Trish, but I, Lita might be my number one all time. So I'm, I'm marrying Lita, effing uh, AJ, and killing Trish. Now, as much as it pains me to do that. That was incredible. Now you do know that if you marry Lita, you have to have a guest room for SA Rios. <laughs> yeah, I was that'd be fine. Okay. I was I also was gonna I thought you were gonna say if I marry Lita I can expect Kane's head to pop up through the floor uh, mid ceremony and then if I marry Lita I also am entitled to do, to do a live sex show on Raw. Stevie. Like you wouldn't anyway. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, the foam Hogan finger 
or the foam Duggan 2x4? Oh, you gotta go to foam finger. Duggan and his 2x4 are stupid. I hate everything about Duggan. And the, the fact that the, even the reason why he brings the 2x4 to the ring never made any sense. Even though you don't like, you don't like now when he um, every time they have a Legends night or something, he comes out in the uh, y, the local your local uh, men's club swimsuit that you see all the retirees and they're doing laps in. Absolutely not. But I, I did wonder why he was the GI Joe uh, wrestler, or why he wasn't instead of Sergeant Slaughter. At least he came with his own accessory. Yeah. Sure. I mean, if Lady the J bathing trunks. Yeah, if Lady J can take down uh, uh, Cobra Fangs with a spear, he could throw a two by four and take out a his take or something. Yeah. Wedge, it, wedge it between the wheels or something. You you have to wonder if that was something that you know they were like Sergeant Slaughter was wildly successful. Let's uh you know because every toy and cartoon company go to the well one too many times. You have to wonder if they were strong on that and then some Hasbro exec was like hey pump, pump the brakes a little bit this is Hacksaw or or I remember uh, right in the middle of Hacksaw's initial push when he was first getting big he was feuding with Iron Sheik obviously uh, you know the whole nationalism angle mm-hmm. and they got busted in Glens Falls New York uh, for or, or Albany I think for uh, like D like driving under, under influence yeah. and then they had they had drugs in the car. Yeah. And you, you have to wonder if that, like, buried Hacksaw. I mean, like, he could have been a damn nine-time champion if uh, they were pushing him to the moon. Didn't he win the Royal Rumble yeah, his first did. year? So, I mean, it's probably the best thing that ever happened to us, the fact that he was doing blow with the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, uh, Oh, wait, 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 yeah, it's my, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, all right, okay. Um, I was about to fire another one at you. If you had to get a tattoo of any wrestler's face on the small of your back, <laughs> their whole face, who would you get? If I choose Red Mysterio, do I have to get his face or can I get the mask? No, you have to get his face. You have to get the baby oh. face. I wonder if I got Mysterio. The reason I'm thinking that is because no one would actually recognize him. And I could maybe just say, like, people would be like, oh, who's that? I'd be like, oh, a family member of mine that died. I know it's unfortunate placement of the tattoo, but. Good point. But if I get, like, the Hulkster, there's nobody that everybody's going to know, like, Ooh, I could if I get Ultimate Warrior, can I just get the, the the face paint shape logo, or do I have to get his whole like jawline and hair? You gotta get you gotta at least get the hair. Oh, that's a lot of ink. Maybe I'll go with. Uh, I don't want to have somebody have to do all the ink of the hair, especially the '80s guys with the big flowing like Rick Rude. Maybe I'll do King Kong Bundy, and then it's just basically gonna look like an egg with a meat with a mad face. Let's do that. Let's get the King Kong Bundy. It'll just look like I got Humpty Dumpty with gas or something. Yeah, because if you would have got um, Rey Mysterio with the mask, it would have looked like El Butt Pyro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you want El Butt Pyro. Assay Rios. All right, uh, hottest diva of all time, all time, okay. and and by diva I mean female. It doesn't have to be the technical diva; it could be any female wrestler of any company. Oh, that's tough. Or valet. That's tough because personal preference says Crystal Marshall, um, but mm. you can pick her. That's a that's a solid choice. I know, but. You know, I want to go with, I'm going to go with, instead of personal opinion, I'm going to go with hotness plus accomplishments. Oh, you're always trying to please the masses. Well, I got to please the masses. So I'm going to go with Ivory. Okay. Uh, Shouts to Tina Ferrari. When I wrestle, you want to cheer, because I'm a winner and I make that clear. All my opponents know I'm a stud. What can I say? It's the Italian blood. Cheer me on, and I'll treat you to Don Perignon. 
Um, if you had to listen to any song off of Power Driver on a loop for three days straight, which one would you pick? Uh, if you only knew. Case closed. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, that's the one where like all the wrestlers come in and like I, I honestly by choice without having been been asked a question like this have have listened to that like five times straight before. So I got practice. Wow. And I could spend the entire uh, time trying to figure out who who the hell it is that says out flat before DiBiase says in my Cadillac. I have no clue who says out flat. I can I can identify every single other voice. But there's just this like clownish. It literally is like out flat. I'm like, who are you? Like I've combed the roster. I cannot identify you. Huh. So listeners. <laughs> yeah. Send me your. Uh, send me. Tell me who out flat the mysterious out flat is, and you'll solve a 25 to 30 year old mystery of my life. Not hunky tonk man. I don't think so. D- give it a listen and see if it jumps out at you. And it's been a long time for me. It might be something that just hits me now, smack in the face, because I've had time away from it. (laughs) All right. Who's the best current non-WWE talent? Best current non-WWE talent. Uh, And Ringer all around. Uh, Just all, uh, yeah, all around. Like, who's got that it factor that you're amazed that WWE hasn't emptied the bank account to sign? Well, I'm going to go with Austin Aries, but I know why they didn't empty the bank because he's short. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Cliff Clavin and Norm Peterson are a tag team. <laughs> what, what is their name and finisher? Ooh. The name is, 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 it's got to be Beer Nuts, right? I would think so. And the finisher would be the, um, maybe Going Postal? Hmm. Yeah, we could use the Going for uh, Norm having to keep going to the restroom. And then yeah. Postal for Clavin. I like it. All right. Thanks for, thanks for saving that one for me. No problem. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I got two more. All right, love it. Your, uh, who is your ultimate tag team partner? If you, if E was a superstar, past or present, anytime, who would be your ultimate tag team partner? My ultimate tag team partner would be. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, they got their style has to complement yours, or not. Yeah, or you could be polar opposites. Yeah, um, we're gonna go with Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh. Yeah, we'll go Ravishing right. Rick Rude. And 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 uh, you can take your time and come up with a uh, unless you have something on the tip of your tongue a uh, a name for that tag team. Uh. You could you could hit it. You could leave it in the in the notes. Okay. Put it in post. Okay. Um, Dance-off, who wins? Disco Inferno or Das Wunderkind? Alex Wright. Um, I like Disco's style. Oh, come on. When when Alex Wright turned into Berlin, I could just... That's true. It was so awkward. (laughs) I mean, I like Disco Inferno, but... You're right. If I was in a crowd cheering, if they asked me, like, okay, for... Disco for Das, I yeah, I probably would go more. I would mark out for Das. Yeah. All right, you, you you showed me the air of my ways. How dare you? Uh, last one I have is dream feud that we never got. I remember when I was a kid, it was always oh my god, Hogan and Flair. Hogan and Flair would be the biggest thing ever. Uh, yeah, I mean in their primes that would have been the thing but i mean eventually we got it okay. uh then i remember like much much later it was goldberg and austin and you know or, or um sting and warrior hmm. which i mean i guess technically we never got 
No, we never got that. Um, so we're gonna go with. Hmm, yeah, I want to go with something that just that never actually. Okay, in their prime. Shawn Michaels versus Rob Van Dam. Oh wow, that would be good. Yeah. And you know what else would have been good? Uh, Chris Benoit versus the Dynamite Kid. Oh, absolutely. You know what would not have been good? Uh, great Kali versus Andre the Giant. Hey, <laughs> or uh, Great Kali versus Reese. Or, <laughs> or Horace Hogan. Oh, God. Yeah. We, that would not have been uh, what, what we wanted to see. The Rockers no. versus Hardys might have been something. Oh, absolutely. All right. Rockers versus Edge and Christian. Yeah. Okay, um, uh, world champion of anal. <laughs> the, uh, the entire cast of friends in the Royal Rumble. Who comes out on top? Well, I don't have a, uh, a Joyce DeWitt Boogers run-in story for any of the Friends characters. So I don't have any in, in, fake in-ring, in-ring experience for any of them. So I'm, this is going to have to go on uh, pure gut. Uh, Royal Rumble. So picking last, coming out last would be Joey because he always seemed to pull a horseshoe out of his ass. The guy had absolutely no... Uh, talent or or brains or preparation or work ethic, uh, but somehow you know was able to get through and have a good life and land roles and have you know uh, good things happen to him. So he would obviously pick number six and come out last. Uh, now is this just the main cast? It's just the six, or do yeah, I have to account cast. for Gunther? No. Uh, <laughs> all right. So all right. So you've got uh, Joey coming out last at that point. Uh, it would be um, Phoebe would be the only one left because she is street so she would have pretty much murdered everyone else Uh, you know she has admittedly uh, been she was a mugger at one point and uh, is just dirty and would would get it done so especially after uh, she laid everybody out with the smelly cat cutter yeah yeah. so I think uh, the buffet bomb I think Uh-oh. she would. Uh, I think she would have. She would cut through them, but then she'd have to worry about Joey, who's fresh. Um, but I still think. I think Phoebe comes out on top. I think. Jo- I think Joey would think he could just cakewalk through this thing, pulling number six. Uh, you know, he would try to do a little how you do and give her a little charm, and maybe you know she'd eliminate herself. Uh, but she would. She'd cut him. She would cut him in the neck, and call him a dick whistle. And call it your your winner, Phoebe Buffay, and then uh, her twin would have been revealed to have been in on it. They were pulling a uh, switcheroo. Magic. Yeah. So it'd be like the Bellas. She, I like it. You got Ursula hiding under the ring. And it writes itself. I can't argue with that. Um, that's that's it. That's all you got over there. That's all I got. Uh, one last question for you. Yeah. What wrestler, past or present, just looks like they have the worst smelling breath? And Boogeyman ate worms. That's true. Uh, but it, the funny part is guys that have that kind of gimmick are usually like total opposites in real life. Mm-hmm. Um... Mm, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's got to have some 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 kicking halitosis. <laughs> so, some of the ones with rotten teeth, like the like the aforementioned Bushwhackers, mm-hmm. uh, the Moon Dogs, Rex and Spot. Hell yeah, they were pretty heinous. Give me the Moon Dogs. All right, I'm going Luna. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Oh. Uh, I appreciate you uh, uh, doing a shootout with me here. Um, obviously, there's going to be more. And anyone listening, if you have a subject, uh, please uh, hashtag EDP that, and we'll probably do it. Um, so, uh, is, is there anything else that you would like to say? Uh, a hard fart driver of the squat. 
I would not. I, uh, it's always a blast. Uh, you, you, uh, the offer always stands. You name a topic uh, and a time, and I will be here because it's always fun. All right, uh, and, and and that's and that's a wrap. Appreciation. Fuck out of here. <laughs>